Hey, what's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie. And I'm your host, Taylor. And this is a really fun episode for us because we're talking about one of our favorite things to do ever, which is, which is traveling. traveling. Yes. I know right now with the coronavirus and everything going on, traveling seems a bit out of reach, but... We figured you guys would love to reminisce with us and think about all the awesome places you want to travel once all of the quarantines are lifted. Also, some quarantines are are getting lifted. Uh, I saw another blogger post that Greece is open back up. So, you know, I keep hinting at Taylor. I'm like, let's go. (laughs) Let's make it up. So (laughs) let's make it up now. Yes. So we always had in mind for this podcast as part of She's Going Places places are all the places that we've traveled and want to travel so we're super excited to bring in this sort of episode to the podcast yeah absolutely so today we're talking about a place that I went last summer with my grandmother actually and we're hoping that I'm not really sure if Hawaii is open back up yet but it is in the U.S. so it will probably be one of the first places that you can travel which kind of seems like a big travel trip but it's not necessarily an international travel trip For sure. So the format of this is we're going to give you a quick breakdown on all the best places to go, best places to eat, all of Kenzie's faves, best Instagram pictures, everything you need to know when you're traveling to Hawaii. Okay, break it down for us. What was, like, just go, get me through your head, like, let me start that over. Okay, Kenz, you're planning a trip to Hawaii and you're ready to go. Give me the breakdown. So my grandma and I, she said she wanted to take me on a trip after I graduated high school to go somewhere, just the two of us. And we decided on the island of Oahu in Hawaii, which is kind of like the main island for the most part. And I'm a big planner. My grandma is a type 9 Enneagram, so she's the kind that just goes with the flow. I want every single second of the trip planned. So I made every single second of the trip planned to a T. I had everything planned out where we were going to be. At basically every single second of the day. So if you're looking for a strict schedule to follow, I got you. So the way we did the trip is I heard a lot of great things about Waikiki. I really hope I'm saying that right. I could be totally messing up. (laughs) You're killing it. But we definitely wanted to stay there and do Pearl Harbor and just see what the city was all about. So the very first thing that we did when we got to Oahu, we went to Pearl Harbor the following morning. And Pearl Harbor was just a really cool experience just to learn about the history of the island and World War II, how the island of Hawaii was involved. Unfortunately, the USS Arizona Memorial was actually closed. I'm not really sure why, but we still got to take a boat out and kind of go around it a little bit which was really awesome to see. After we finished at Pearl Harbor, we walked over to Waikiki Beach. Our hotel that we stayed at while we were in Waikiki was pretty close to the main strip, but we actually rode the public bus around, which was only like $5.50 a day, which made it a lot cheaper than renting a car. And also, the city is like a city, so it's a little hard to drive through there, and parking was like $20 to $40 everywhere you went, even at your hotels, 
parking was up to $40, which just seemed like a little too much for us to spend while we were in the city itself. So while we were on Waikiki Beach, we went to this awesome restaurant called Duke's. They were having a buffet that morning with a bunch of seafood, which was amazing, and it was right on the beach. So we weren't necessarily planning on going to the beach itself right there. We didn't really bring our bathing suits, but it was still nice to have a meal on the beach and just kind of see what it was all about. Okay, can I say something that I feel like our listeners mm -hmm. might also be thinking, and I feel dumb for thinking this, but you know, I've never been to Hawaii. I did not think of Hawaii having like a legitimate city. Is that mm -hmm. dumb? Is that dumb of me to think? I mean, <laughs> it does. Half the island is a city. The other half is like the North Shore. Like Waikiki is busy, like busy, busy. I don't know. I guess like whenever I think of Hawaii, I just think of the bucket list family in like their no, cute little cottage and they're that's just North like Shore. seeing sea turtles in their backyard. I don't know. Okay. See, you can continue. I just, <laughs> that caught me for surprise. So anyways, <laughs> Hawaii does have a city for those of y'all wondering. A lot of people, yes, definitely think Hawaii is this whole island, which is super like not city-ish at all, but there is a big city, there's a Target, there's a, it, it's just like a normal city in Waikiki. And honestly, if I ever went back to Hawaii, I probably would not even go to Waikiki whatsoever. Saw it once, great, but the North Shore is really what I loved, which we'll get to that in the second half. The next place we went was Leonard's Bakery. We took a bus there. My poor grandma, I'm like sitting there typing in the address, trying to figure out where to go. It's in like the middle of nowhere. Sorry. Hold on. It's completely in the middle of nowhere, but the line was out the door. It was around the building, and they have these, they're Portuguese donuts called malasadas. Probably saying that word wrong too, but they were seriously so amazing, and the place was really cute to take pictures as well. Seriously, if you've seen Kenzie's pictures from here, I'm looking at them right now. They have the cutest, like, light pink and blue packaging, you know, the She's Going Places aesthetic, obviously. Yeah. And they are literally just seriously so precious. So if you need a good Instapic, it's, like, retro, and it's, like, all about, like, the light pink, which we love. Not that that's mm -hmm. relevant, but it might be for you. It honestly might be. It fits the Instagram feed. That's the real important, <laughs> important, important aspect. Also, I need to add that I went with my grandmother to Hawaii. So when I thought I was going to Hawaii, of course, I was like, all the Instagram pictures. Great. When we first started taking pictures, half of my pictures had my grandma's finger in front of them. Yep. And she was holding the phone crooked. And... She was zooming in when she wasn't supposed to be zooming in. The so. zoom. The zoom is so bad. I feel My mom does it too. It's just everyone thinks the zoom is better. No. Never zoom. It's not. It's not. Don't zoom. You can always crop. But you got to love the grandma. I mean, I'll take a crooked picture when my grandma takes me to Hawaii any day. Yeah. But <laughs> she learned a lot through the trip. I was very – trying to be very nice and correcting. I was like, mm. I have to take all the pictures, you know, wannabe blogger. She learned point. how to be an Instagram photographer in like a she week. She really did. I know. Incredible. I was very impressed. By the end of the trip, she was thanking me. She's like, now I know what I'm doing. Thanks, kids. Exactly. Okay. We need to hear about this helicopter ride. So doing a helicopter ride was something I've always seen all over Instagram, but I thought it was going to be really pricey, so I didn't want to – I mean, my grandma already paid for me to go on a trip to Hawaii. Like, what more could you ask for? 
But anyways, we were supposed to be renting a car while we were going to the North Shore because the North Shore is about an hour away from Waikiki. It's completely on the other side of the island. So we knew we needed a car kind of to get around there because there weren't really buses out there. There was not, again, it's like a super small town out there, not really a city. So we found this awesome app called Turo and we were supposed to be spending like $200 on a rental car per day. We ended up spending $40 on a car, which was amazing. And you basically just pick up someone's car from them. You have to fill it up with gas and get it, run it through a car wash. And that's about it before you give it back to them. That is so, so really nice. Just, yeah. So you're and like renting awesome. people's personal cars. Mm -hmm. Wow. So the guy who we were talking to moved out to the island and he rents 21 different cars to people. Yeah. That's Insane. a business. He like makes the business off of it. He's like retired early. He was like in his early 30s. He now has 31 rental cars that he rented out to different people, completely making his own business out of it. So if you got a bunch of spare cars laying around, here's Might a business well. idea for you. Yeah. Turo is definitely a great – that's one of our, I guess, travel tips from this trip is – Turo is a great alternative to renting a car. And another thing that I loved about Turo, I was 18 at the time, but the next time I travel, I'll probably be 21. And with normal rental cars, you have to be 25 to rent a car. With Turo, you only have to be 21. Wow. That actually is, is really eight. helpful. Yeah. And I don't understand why nobody knows about this app. Every time people are talking about renting a car, I'm like, use Turo. Like, please use Turo. It'll save you so much money. Okay. Let's talk about the big things that happened in Hawaii, a.k.a. the hikes. So the first hike that we went on was up to Diamond Head. We actually ordered this Go Wahoo Pass that was like $200 from Costco, actually. It was a four-day pass. So in those four days, you could choose from different activities, and they would just take you on these tours. So we decided to use this Go Wahoo card for a couple of the things that we wanted to do, and Diamond Head was one of them. So this hike was decently easy, again, with my grandma, so I had to be cautious of what hikes we wanted to do. It was about a three-fourths mile hike, and the view from up there, you can see, like, all of Waikiki. You can see the whole beach, um, and that's just kind of, I mean, if you look at pictures from the top of Diamond Head, you can really see how much of a city Waikiki actually is because there's just skyscrapers everywhere but then if you look on the other side of the mountain you see all of the just like grassy land all of the rainforest I guess technically it would be which was really cool to see kind of the both sides mm -hmm. of the island the next one the next hike that we went on which was immediately after we just took a bus over there it was Moana Falls <gasps> Moana yeah. yes Moana <gasps> guys Moana is my favorite Disney movie slash Disney princess, like, ever. Okay, I'm very intrigued. Tell me more. So, this hike, this was probably my least favorite thing Aww. we did. I know. But it was because it had just had rained, and it's here in the middle of a rainforest. So, the views were absolutely amazing, but you were climbing on muddy... Mm like little hills to kind of get through and it was really thin the path that you were walking and there are like people walking towards the waterfall and there are people walking away and I think it was like a two mile hike there so it was a pretty decent ways especially since we had just got done doing another hike they gave you walking sticks but I think I fell like five different times <laughs> trying to get there <laughs> super embarrassing but whatever and then once we got to the waterfall 
obviously I'm trying to get all of the good pictures. And they're, you know, teenagers, kids my age, who are going past the line. So there was a rope that was blocking off the waterfall because, you know, with a waterfall comes falling rocks and things like that. And they were all past the rope. So as you're trying to get these pictures, there are people who are close to the waterfall than you are, which was unfortunate. But it still was an awesome experience. Then the next day, we took a catamaran ride around Diamond Head, which was awesome. This was, again, one of the things that we used to go Oahu Pass for. The crew was just amazing. I got a selfie with – that's super irrelevant, but I got a selfie with one of the guys, and he was, like, my BFF. <laughs> he was taking all the Instagram pictures for me. That's saw the my best when struggling. workers – like, they just know. Like, they're just helping uh -huh. a girl out. Yeah. He, like, saw me trying to take all these selfies, and he's like – I got, got you. you. Like, thank you. Best kind of people. I appreciate you. Yeah, well, that was awesome. You got to see Waikiki Beach from the ocean. We saw sea turtles. We saw a group of spinner dolphins. So cool. Um, then we are moving to the North Shore, which was my absolute favorite ever, which is when we picked up the rental car while we were in Waikiki. We just thought that would be easier because we had to come back to Waikiki to fly back home anyway. So we just picked up the car right outside of our hotel which made it super easy, and we drove the hour to the North Shore, and there we rented a VRBO, which was right in this little town called Haliwa. Again, hope I'm saying that right. If not, I'm so sorry. Someone please educate me. Um, so Haliwa was my favorite place ever. It's just like this small town that's got this little strip with so many good restaurants, and the first restaurant we went that night that we got into um, Haliwa was Uncle Bo's, and they just had really good seafood. So the first place that we went in, went to when we got there was Uncle Bo's, and it was literally walking distance from our VRBO, which is another app kind of like Airbnb. So most condos and things like that are on both of the apps, which just made it super easy. We just booked through an app. We booked through a really nice family, and we rented their condo, which was right on the beach. Also, so awesome. That's another huge travel thing. I am such a proponent for Airbnbs over hotels. Yes, like you lose like the amenities of a hotel, but being in an Airbnb or even a VRBO and you're getting the, A, it's a lot of times cheaper or even if it's not cheaper, the extra price is like you're able to have like a full-blown kitchen so then you're able to grocery shop, which saves you a ton of money. So I definitely recommend Airbnb literally forever and always. Yeah. Well, one of the things about North Shore is there's only one hotel on the North Shore, I think. It's called Turtle Bay. It's this giant resort type of place. And personally, when I thought about going to Hawaii, yes, we could have stayed in a resort, but then we went. We would have been at the resort 24-7. Mm -hmm. And being in Florida, you get that resort feel like a lot of times. So we just more were like, let's get a place that's great, but we're, we don't, we're not going to be at it. We're going to sleep there. You want to go really all it's everywhere be used else. For. Yeah. Exactly. So that is one thing that made the VRBO such a great choice for us. So the next place we went, we went there twice. And I still don't shut up about this place because it's my favorite place I think I've ever been. And if you're a big, you know, Instagram buff like I am, you've probably seen pictures of the Sunrise Shack. Oh my gosh. This is Kenzie Marsh's dream. I met, so again, because people in Hawaii were so generous with the Instagram pictures. 
I met this girl. <laughs> they really were. It was the best thing ever. I met this girl who was from Tampa. She was taking all my pictures for me. Really appreciate her. She was from Tampa and she transferred out to University of Hawaii. And Ooh. this like sparked that dream. I was like, I'm moving out here. She's like, I work here. I go to school. I was like, this you're living my dream life, girl. I'm like, can we become best friends? Can I please come visit <laughs> you? Like pen pals. <laughs> please. I'd really love that. You know, couldn't find her on Instagram. I tried. Didn't get a last name. So random girl, if you're listening out there. Follow me, me on Instagram. <laughs> Follow me, please. Anyways, went to Sunrise Shack twice because, I mean, why wouldn't you? Why not? Why? And, again, for those of y'all who don't know, Sunrise Shack sells acai bowls or really any type of smoothie bowls. I actually didn't get an acai bowl there. I got a yellow bowl and a blue bowl. I don't really know what was in them. They were just Just good. heaven. Just pure heaven. Basically it. So, the next place. This is probably my top, um, top of my list of things you absolutely have to do. If you go to Oahu, and it was on the North Shore as well, it was probably 20 minutes from our VRBO, and it was called Waima Valley. It's about three-fourths mile hike to this waterfall, and it's not a very hard hike whatsoever. But you're able to swim in the little pool right in front of the waterfall, and we woke up super early. We got there at 8, right as it opened. So when we got there, we were the first ones to the waterfall, which was awesome. Obviously able to get all of the good pictures. It's like you have a waterfall to yourself. And we were probably there alone for a good 20 minutes, which was just the coolest experience ever. Right after we went to Waima Valley, we headed over to the beach, which was right across the street. So we didn't have to park twice. We just walked on over and they had this giant cliff that you could jump off of right, right off the beach. It was so cool. Might have gave my grandma a little bit of a heart attack just running up by myself and jumping off this cliff. <laughs> but got some super cool pictures, and that's, you know, all the highlights. Absolutely. And then, I know I'm going to say this name wrong, we went to Kalua Ranch, which is, if you've seen any movie that's filmed in Hawaii. I was going to say, this <laughs> picture, I'm like, this is Jurassic Park. Yeah, so Jurassic Park was filmed there. Um, Soul Surfer, 51st <gasps> Dates, which is my favorite movie ever. I was totally fangirling when we took this catamaran out there. So we had to, there's this little bay inside of two mountains and it's where a lot of the movies were filmed right in that little area. And it's where they have the little hut, which is where Carrie Underwood lives or sings or whatever she does in Soul Surfer. And I was like, wait Carrie a minute. It's been there. Yeah. Carrie Underwood? In Soul Surfer? That's Carrie Underwood? Yes, not the main character. Oh. Oh, yes, 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 yes. For a second, I thought you were saying that Carrie Underwood played Bethany Hamilton, and I was like, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> but yes, no. I remember her in the movie. <laughs> Anyways, the little church that she works at, the guy, the tour guide was pointing it out, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, basically fangirl. I'm like, totally fangirling. Okay, so something that is totally great about Hawaii is that all of the beaches are public. So one thing about Palm Beach, Florida that sucks is a lot of the beaches are private. So it's not necessarily like you can go to any beach. But in Hawaii, we pulled over on the side of the road, I don't even know how many times, and just beach hopped on the way back from Kalua Ranch, which was so awesome because we got to see all different types of beach. We went to 
Sunset Beach. We went to Sharks Cove. We went to a beach called, oh gosh, Kahana Bay Beach. There were mountains in the background of this beach, which was so awesome for pictures too. But one of my favorites that we went to was Sharks Cove, which we went there for sunset and just had dinner right there. And it was the most beautiful place. It's also known for snorkeling. I didn't snorkel too much there because, you know, it is called Shark's Cove. So Ooh, yeah, we were we were cautious. There. <laughs> Definitely. And then one of the last things that we did, this was kind of my gift to my grandma. I say gift like she didn't pay for this entire trip. Like I owed her something. So I decided it would be super fun for us to go zip lining. And I thought, what better place to go zip lining than Hawaii? Like, yeah. What the heck? What do you mean gift your grandma? She did she want to zip line? No, she had no idea we were doing it. I feel like yeah. if I was a grand I mean, I know I'm gonna be a fun grandma, but if I was like an average grandma, I'm not saying your grandma's average, obviously not. She took you to Hawaii. But that's scary as a grandma. She loved it though. Oh my it was gosh. her first time ever zip lining. She's never been zip lining before. So luckily oh I know. The guys who were working there were, like, college-age students. They were, like, joking around the entire time. Mm-hmm. That's the which worst. I so bad for my poor grandma because they were, like, freaking her out for no reason, saying, like, oh, it's going to come unclipped. I'm like, guys, stop. It's She's a like grandma. years old. I know. They didn't listen. I was, like, kept having to tell her. I was, like, they're joking. This is sarcasm. I'm so sorry. Ugh. Anyways, we went ziplining through... The mountains of Hawaii, which was absolutely beautiful and so much fun. My grandma ended up loving it. Ziplining is now her new favorite thing to do. <gasps> That's such a success story. I know. I, I know. love that. I know. So she she loved it so much, which was so exciting. So the very last thing, so that was our kind of four or five days on the North Shore, and we had to drive back to Waikiki, Honolulu, whatever the city, because we had to fly out of there that night, afternoon, whatever it was. So one last final thing that I wanted to do was go to the Royal Hawaiian. If you've seen our Instagram, you know Taylor and I have a thing for pink hotels. Oh, yes. At the Colony. We love you, the Colony. (laughs) Please sponsor us. (laughs) We go there like once a week. (laughs) Truthfully. So the Royal Hawaiian is where... Blue Hawaiian was filmed, I think. I could be totally wrong. I think some Elvis movie was filmed there. Mm. Anyways, pretty cool. But Pink Hotel, super cute. Seen it all over Instagram. And it was very expensive, so we obviously didn't stay there. But I was like, let's just go for lunch or something. Super great lunch. Probably our most expensive meal we had there, though. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to... Fall on a budget. This is probably not the place to go. But you definitely could go just to get pictures. But it's also nice, like, one good splurge meal. Right. Sometimes it's worth it. And we didn't have many of those. The majority of times, the things we ate on the island were acai bowls for breakfast. And we went to shrimp trucks a lot. Hawaii is known for its shrimp and rice trucks. Their garlic shrimp, so good. Mm. So stinking good. And there's trucks just on the side of the road. So... If you go to Hawaii and you don't get an acai bowl and a shrimp bowl, what are you doing? Those are my two biggest recommendations. Takeaways. All right. Well, that's your trip. Now, to recap for the listeners at home, what are some, like, 
definite like essentials when going to Hawaii? I would definitely say the Go Oahu card probably saved us a lot of money in the long haul. And it just made it super easy, especially if you don't know exactly what to do. They had like 25 things on that list for you to choose from during those specific days that you could use it. And they sell it online at like GoWahoo.com, but they also sell it at Costco, which saved us even more money buying it there. So definitely the GoWahoo card. I would also say Turo because... I mean, it saved us money, enough money where we could go take a helicopter ride. Yeah. So definitely recommend that, especially if you're not 25 and you're a little younger. If you're 21 and up, you can use Turo. It's just such a great alternative. Right. Makes it so much easier. And then lastly would definitely have to be getting a VRBO or an Airbnb. I think that really changed the experience for us. It made it like we were kind of just living in Hawaii. I could honestly see myself living in Haliwa because it was so nice and it just mm-hmm. felt so comfortable there overall. Okay. And if you had to pick one place for everyone, if they went to Oahu, they they had to visit, what would it be? I'm going to pick one food place and one activity. Okay. Because you know, I have to say Sunrise Shack. Of course. Because I still don't shut up about that. And then the other one would definitely be Waima Bay because that was just such a cool experience. Yeah. Well, thanks for giving us the lowdown, Ken. You're welcome. If anyone wants to go to Hawaii, I'll join you. I really want to go again. And if you want more details, we'll link it in the show notes and we'll also talk about it on our Instagram at She's Going Places podcast. But Kenzie wrote an entire blog post about her trip to Hawaii where it has um, addresses and physical locations, some pictures, and a more in-depth, detailed description of her trip. So definitely go check that out. Support the blog. And yeah, I hope this was super helpful and it was such a great way to introduce the travel section of this podcast. Yes, we hope to be talking about so many more trips in the future, hopefully once quarantine's over and we, you know, get some money to travel with. We will be doing a lot more trips to tell you all about. Absolutely. Okay, so the next thing that we're adding on to the end of every podcast, that which we just have always wanted to do, but we're figuring now is the best time to launch it, is leaving a space on our Instagram for you guys to ask us questions every week. And we'll come on and answer one or two questions. And, you know, it could be about anything. You can give us some advice that you've heard about, that you want to, like, see how we feel about. Ask us your burning questions. Anything, really, you want to know. We'll post it once a week, maybe even twice a week on our Instagrams. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you just got to give us the scoop. So, Kens, what's our question for this week? So, our question is, what is some advice you wish you had when you were younger? Hmm. That's a good question. I feel like for me, just as like a younger person, because younger is really vague, like I still am very young. We're still babies. <laughs> still a child. But I feel like speak if I had to like speak to like my like elementary or really middle school self, it's just that everything's just not that deep. And I feel like that's like a really normal piece of advice to be given. Like they're like, oh, it doesn't matter. And it feels like your world is ending when you're in middle school or you're at the end of elementary school, but I wish I could have, like, just, like, grabbed, like, seventh grade Taylor and been, like, just wait and see what you do in a couple mm-hmm. years. You know what I mean? Like, there were times where I just, like, thought, like, my world was over in middle school. Or I was just so upset about something that's so silly now that I don't even remember, but, or right. so sad about 
this boy I liked in seventh grade who maybe didn't give me the time of day or I didn't get a part in a play that I wanted. I don't know. And just been like, Taylor, like, just wait till you are a sophomore in college. Like, you will not believe, like, what you're doing. So You started a podcast. You're doing a podcast. Right. You're doing all these things. And, like, I don't know. I wish I could just tell her, like, you are so happy. And it's not that I wasn't happy then, but just, like, I don't know. When I was younger, I used to always think about what I'd be like when I was a senior in high school. I know it's random, but I just was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to look like? What am I going to sound like? Am I going to have a boyfriend? Where am I going to college? Like, I just wondered all these things. And I remember I'd, like, write notes to my future self. I was that kid. I know. And, like, reading them now, I'm just like, oh, sweet baby. If only you knew. So I guess my advice would be, like, try and remember that not everything is, like, life or death especially when you're that little when you're that young love that I think mine would definitely be about just putting your identity in Christ because a big thing for me in high school high school specifically I would try to put my identity in different things I put it in boyfriends I put it in sports I put it in lacrosse all sorts of different things just trying to figure out who I was and it wasn't really until I put my identity in Christ where I actually realized, oh, crap, you can be different things. You don't have to be known as the lacrosse girl or the – I don't even know what else. Mostly it was trying to put my identity in sports growing up. Mm-hmm. And I think once I realized – and I say once I realized, like I didn't realize this like two months ago. But once I realized that my identity is not in things of this world and it's in things – it's in something so much greater than that – I think that would definitely be my, like, biggest piece of advice for anyone younger than me or even older. Heck, yeah. Well, I'm so glad you guys listened to this episode. Remember, please, 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 please go give us five stars down below. Leave us a review so that more people can find the She's Going Places podcast. Kenzie, you want to plug our socials? Our Instagram is She's Going Places podcast. And I just wanted to add, we are going to be doing questions like this at the end of every podcast every week. So if you are wanting to ask us questions, I'm leaving a little story highlight that says questions. So always feel free to drop some questions in there. Yeah, absolutely. And we can't wait to see you surprise later this week because we're doing a two-parter for this episode. And I'm going to be talking about my time in Australia. So can't wait to see you guys there. All right. Bye, guys.